0: Okay, today I have, this is a really fun one for me. It's pretty light on uh, on the actual programming, so you shouldn't have to wrap too much around your head. Um, but uh, yeah, so Artisan, it's all about Artisan make LiveWire. That's what we're gonna talk about. Artisan make LiveWire is the first command you run when uh, you're working on a LiveWire component. It creates your class and your view for the component. And it should feel pretty natural. You say, Artisan make colon LiveWire counter and it creates a counter class, and it creates a counter blade view. And it's as simple as that. And this is an invisible feature. This to you should feel natural, and you should never think to yourself, oh my gosh, LiveWire, it's so magnificent. This is so clever. You would think this is the obvious command for creating a component. Unfortunately, this is kind of the nature of these problems, is that I almost never arrive at the obvious solution right away. Uh, it takes time. So I'm going to tell you a tale of the evolution of the LiveWire make command and how it got to become an invisible feature like it is. So my knee-jerk reaction for a command. Well, first, I didn't even have commands to make to make LiveWire components, but I thought, you know, wouldn't it be really nice if there was just a built-in, you know, make LiveWire, right? So at first, it was artisan LiveWire colon make, because all my LiveWire commands were artisan livewire colon and then the command, which makes sense. You would sort of namespace it under livewire. That makes sense. Um, so I had artisan livewire colon make. and Then you would pass in the class, kind of like you were making a test in live in Laravel. So if you wanted counter, you would do capital C counter. If you wanted a subdirectory, you would say components. Let's say it was a components directory, components backslash backslash counter, just the way you would when you're artisan making a test or a or anything. Um, So that's what I initially had, because that's sort of what felt natural in the moment. Um, A couple hangups with this, one of them is that I would have to create the view manually. So every component has a class and a view. And my first error was sort of thinking was just naturally, I was thinking of LiveWire components as the classes, and that the view section, the template section was sort of secondary to it. And that's my first mistake, I've slowly changed that thinking. Well, I, I guess I've, I, if I thought about it, I never agreed with that way of thinking, but that's just how I naturally approached uh, problems like this because I had that in my mind. So that was the original incarnation of, of LiveWire Make. It was Artisan LiveWire Make and then the class name. And then you had to create the view separately. I had thought about create adding some sort of option or tag that you could do hyphen hyphen view to create a view as well. Kind of like adding a migration in a factory when you're making a model. The reason I resisted this is because I know in La- in Laravel, there's no artisan make view. And that's something that I've looked for. And I know a lot of people look for, there's no artisan make view. And I've read like there's there's been pull requests for it. There's been comments and GitHub issues about it, but it's always been rejected. And I think there's even a third-party package. I want to say by Yaz. I don't know, um, maybe not. <laughs> but there's a third-party package I believe that uh, offers this functionality for creating a Laravel view. And I think one of the things is that uh, unlike like a view, you know, in it's it's not as opinionated. In in Laravel, you can customize the views directory and it's an array. So you can add multiple directories for views. So for reading, that's fine. But for writing, you have the decision of which directory do you write to. So that's probably one hang up that Taylor has. Um, I don't actually know the full story behind all this, but I'm guessing that's sort of it. So and maybe it's also like, well, when you're creating a view, there's really no like boilerplate. It's just a file. But I know that I would like the ability to create a view in the command line because it just saves me having to right click new file in the right folder and type in the name. So anyhow, um, with Livewire, I just immediately just thought that that was a bad idea because I guess Taylor thought it was a bad idea. So I just shouldn't do it. So then I was actually just going over some of my user testing notes. This is great, because I I did a bunch of user tests with LiveWire. That's a story for another time, how important user testing is. Um, But I did a bunch of user tests for LiveWire, and I wrote them all down. I wrote notes for all of them inside Bear. So I just kind of searched user test inside my Bear Notes app and found all my LiveWire user tests. So I'm sort of flipping through, and I find David Hemphills. He's one of the first user tests I did. And I'm reading through the notes, and one of the notes says... This is really funny because i totally forgot about this it says create view by default no need to add hyphen hyphen view so maybe i had hyphen hyphen view available at this point in time but he probably was like oh like you should just create the the view by default and i'm like really you think that's okay and he's like yeah man i would want it then he gave me permission basically i needed permission and once he gave that permission to me i was like all right let's do it never looked back never looked back completely forgot that it didn't create the view by by default automatically, then there's no other way. It just creates the class and the view for you right now. So that was the first obvious improvement was like, well, yeah, create the view. And then that became invisible. Nobody cares. Nobody goes, oh, how cool. It creates the view for you. They just go, that's, that makes sense. Okay. So the second thing is artisan livewire make, uh, and then the class name, I would accidentally type artisan make livewire. And then I'd have to, You know backspace 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 and then correct myself and when i was doing these user tests and i did it but i never noticed it It it's just kind of my knee-jerk reaction i didn't really think much of it so i'm doing these user tests and i'm finding most people are doing the same thing most people forget if it's livewire make or make livewire and they default to make colon livewire because every other artisan make command is that way make colon test make colon model whatever So that that was one of those things that just came out of me really putting LiveWire through the fire uh, as far as user testing and seeing that that's the way people's brains worked. So I thought, well, I should change it to Artisan Make LiveWire because that's the natural thing. That's what people just reach for. So I changed it and it became Artisan Make LiveWire. Okay, so the next improvement is it was you still were specifying the class and that felt weird because it somehow felt like the class was a priority. Also, when you're referencing a livewire component, you would do at livewire. Oh my gosh, I'm remembering things. At the time when you included a livewire component. So, right now with the counter component, you do at livewire and then you pass in a string, lowercase counter. And if you have multiple words, it's kebab case hyphenated, like some counter would be some hyphen counter, right? Kind of like blade views, same kind of casing. Um, so, in the make command, uh, Well, sorry, before in that in that blade directive, I didn't have that ability. Mostly it was, I actually offered both out of the box. You could reference the class directly, the component class. You could say at LiveWire app backslash HTTP backslash LiveWire backslash counter colon colon class. Or you could register an alias like you would in a Laravel component. So you could say like LiveWire component counter and then pass in the component class. So that's how it worked at the time uh that a a lot of people i did user tests with were like i don't like referencing a class in my blade views that feels weird to me and i'm like yeah i know i kind of get that i feel that way too but are you gonna like register a component for every single liveware component no not really so i forget the exact details of how that all changed but basically That was another learning process for me was realizing that most people don't want to reference the class directly. So they're going to have to register these aliases. And that's extra load. That's just extra work that you have to do. So that's a whole other story of me implementing auto-registering LiveWire components. When you create a component, it's automatically detected. LiveWire has a manifest file that keeps track of all the the components that have been generated and it automatically detects them. Um, So anyway, that was another step in making this process invisible. So now it's just uh, um, livewire, you know, make, sorry, artisan make livewire and then counter. Uh, So that being said, I switched to the auto registering thing. So now it's just, you just reference it as lowercase count or counter in a string. So the final step was artisan make livewire. And then instead of typing out the class name, you're typing out the name of the component. And then LiveWire intelligently infers the class name and the view name. So you can say artisan make LiveWire counter and it will uh, lowercase counter and it will translate that into uppercase counter class inside of app HTTP LiveWire and vice versa for the view. Um, and now you can also do dot syntax because that's how you reference the views. And I would think when you're doing nesting, this is just easy. So you could do like components artisan make LiveWire components.counter. And then that would work. And then you can reference the components that way at LiveWireComponents.counter, right? So uh, that is the evolution. It should feel invisible to you. You just artisan make live wire counter, and now you have counter available. It's an invisible feature, but there was sweat involved and it took me a long time to arrive at that place. So I hope this has been a lesson in iterative development, the importance of user testing and how the invisible features just don't come to you off the bat. They take time. Uh, so this is one of my favorites. I hope you enjoyed this and I hope it was inspiration for you and the projects you build. Thanks. That was a long pause. Okay, bye.